0: cult podcast features adult themes and graphic descriptions of violence and is not recommended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Seriously. Enjoy the show.
1: Don't drink the
2: Kool-Aid. For the purposes of this podcast, we define a cult as Organizations that rally behind an entity or leader who espouse beliefs outside the norm. Organizations that require monetary or physical sacrifices as a condition of membership. Organizations in which the doctrines followed by the leaders are
0: different than that of the followers. Organization in which isolation is encouraged either by commune living or by a policy of disconnection from outside relationships. And
2: organizations that actively recruit new members. All cults might have some or all of these traits, and as always... These are our opinions. Thank you for tuning in to Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley.
3: And I'm Armando Torres.
2: And with us we have... Andrea Gazzetta! Yay! And it's Armando's week.
3: It's my week! Oh my god, I'm gonna make everyone regret it. Um. <laughs> so this week we're covering a group that is... Almost as bad as they smell. Um, oh, what? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a real bad the one. the trash people again? Oh, real close. <laughs> different kind of trash people. Today, we're covering a group of fanatics who found something that gave their life some purpose and then found a second life in that life. We're covering... The Final Fantasy 7 house. What? Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? This sounds insane. We got a couple of people through the survey. By the way, shouts out everyone who took that survey. Thank you, you
2: for taking the survey. Yay.
3: As well as a couple people who hit us up personally to cover the Final Fantasy 7 house. I thought it was a weird DLC for a video game I had never played. Um, instead, it was a weird DLC for life that turns it into a horror movie when you hear this stuff.
2: To find DLC,
3: uh, DLC is downloadable content for you ah, non nerds out there. What does that there. mean? Ah. Downloadable? Okay, so when a game comes out, it comes out as the base game, right? DLC is stuff that they sell afterwards that adds more to the game, like more maps, more characters, different storylines, etc. Oh. I'm now realizing that I have been calling all of these people nerds, and I might be the nerd.
2: Yeah, because like the last time I played video games was Sega Genesis with Sonic the Hedgehog, and so there was no downloadable content. Oh, yeah. The internet was not really around yet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, uh, this is one of those unique ones where it's... um pretty much at that key point where the internet turned into like the place you could go to find friends that were also into your weird niche is this
2: kind of like fan fiction no
3: you'll see we'll get into it it's really weird i think we're gonna start off real quick with some uh, sources Uh, so our sources for this episode um which i will post uh links to on the facebook group um oh yeah that's the other thing real quick i've been posting for my episodes and we're gonna we're probably gonna start doing them for all of the episodes um show notes that we have that includes sources to where we took the information from that'll be up in our facebook group as well as our facebook page um go join those things a lot of fun people and you can communicate with them and maybe start a cult podcast house if you want to do that or don't or don't
2: we won't visit no
3: i will never go to anyone's house that's not my own Um, I mean, that's not true but like i try not to i hate it i hate everyone else's <laughs> house um so here's our sources final fantasy 7 instruction manual north america oh boy uh, ign presents the history of final fantasy 7 business wire dengeki magazine urban dictionary soulbonder.tumblr.com what oh no we got a tumblr in the house and the webmaster's experience originally posted on his live journal blog
2: oh teen angst and live journal
3: yeah it's (laughs) this is one of those weird ones where a lot of the information you're gonna get is from like people's live journal experiences so that's the other thing is that for this episode we're assuming that everything that is available is true. Some of this stuff can be corroborated and some of this stuff is just different people's accounts matching up, but a lot of this stuff is weird and most some of this stuff has been proven true. The rest of it we're just I'm actually hoping to God that it's not true. <laughs> it's yeah. so weird. Um so all right, here's the here's the down and dirty. Final Fantasy VII was the seventh installment of the video game series Final Fantasy. Uh, so, I wrote a couple of short summaries so that you guys could know a little bit of background on the game itself. Basically, in the world, there's a world dominating mega corporation that is draining a planet of its life stream. The, the mining weakens the planet and threatens its very existence so an eco fighting group recruits several characters including a mercenary the main the game's main protagonist to help bring down the corporation that's the whole game that's, that's what it's about that's pretty much the whole game there's this is a super condensed version of okay. it i'm not gonna go into it um something that's really cool is in video games, including this one, is that you can, there's characters that you can meet or don't meet depending on how you play through the game. Gotcha. Ooh. Yeah, this is a really good game. Um, reception was super positive. Sales in Japan were so good that Sony upped the release date for its North America release. Um, in addition to numerous awards and mentions in best of lists, this game. Uh, is the highest-selling game in the Final Fantasy series and has been voted best game ever made in a few different magazines.
0: Wow. What year was it released, did you
3: say?
2: 1997. Okay, cool. So, for context, Jake, my fiancé, was playing Final Fantasy 15 Yeah. recently, oh, and it was basically weird. just guys on a road trip killing monsters, and I could not make heads or tails of the story. <laughs> I was desperately trying to.
3: Here's the thing. I went to Wikipedia and read what they had for plot, and it made no fucking sense to me. So I watched several videos of people explaining the plot and the characters at length. I spent about 45 minutes learning about the fucking ins and outs of this game just so I could condense it into three fucking sentences. My brain hurts.
0: I remember going to anime cons and not knowing what any of these characters were, but being very arrested by the abs available. Hell uh, <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Hell oh yeah. <laughs> That's all that I really remember I from say, it.
2: everyone I've ever met who plays Final Fantasy is super into Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, even though I have no idea who these characters are, there are people that live and die by these characters.
3: Oh, we'll see that, especially in here. I might honestly play the game just to try it. I looked at... Um, I looked at some of the gameplay. It's not great. It doesn't look very good. It's um, it's very primitive in the way that it looks. It's a little bit above uh, Pokemon, but at the time it was super new well, and this also is the 97- mechanics. You were one yeah. year you old. One
2: year old. Yeah, I know. You don't remember what our games used to be like,
3: bro. <laughs> they don't think it'd be like it is, but it do. <laughs> so uh, you mentioned that pretty much everyone who plays it is super into it, but let's see if all of them are as into it. As these people are um, around the year 2000 Genova and hojo gained a large following online via their popular fan site dedicated to the game which is called hojo.org um, another helpful tool that i'll post on all of our social media that we have here is a cool little cheat sheet that you can see where i've drawn pictures of the people as well as their character and their names He gave us a map, because we were going to get confused. Here's the thing. Jen and Renee are a married couple in real life. They were prominent members in a fan forum where they were almost always referred to their preferred names, Jenova and Hojo. So these real people are a woman named Jennifer and a woman named Renee. But for the sake of this podcast to not confuse anyone, I'm going to call everyone by their preferred name, and there's are Genovo and Hojo. Jen went by Genovo, naming herself after her favorite character in the game. Uh, in the game, Genovo is a hostile extraterrestrial being, queen, who served as one of the game's main antagonists. Um, Renee went by Hojo, also her favorite character, who's a mad scientist working for the corporation who genetically altered humans with DNA from Genovo. Again... 45 minutes of my fucking life is gone <laughs> so that I could TLDR this goddamn game for you. Um, Jenova and Hojo, the real life, uh, are very different people. Jenova is very charismatic and outgoing, and Hojo is very shy and introverted, but their main overlap was their belief that they were soul bonders, uh, holding the souls of characters from Final Fantasy VII inside their heads.
0: Um, how do they believe that this works?
3: Okay. So soul bonders uh is a term that refers to sentient beings who happen to be the non-fictional counterparts to fictional characters. So they Fitch believe
2: what? that they are these characters.
3: Yeah. They they believe that they are these characters. Um soul bonders are known as fiction kin, which are members of the other kin community. Uh, Not all fiction kin aim to be main characters. Some find themselves as being the counterpart to background characters, small roles, even sometimes a glitch. Some members of the fiction kin community take on the identity of a fictional character as sort of a coping mechanism to deal with trauma. Some have argued that a good deal of soul bonders, especially those involved in their story, are young impressionable people suffering trauma, even psychological issues.
2: So these are people that, identify as fictional characters in real life
3: they identify as um the non-fictional counterparts to fictional characters
2: so it would be like if i said to you i am the non-fictional counterpart of princess leia yes crazy
0: and you refuse to have anyone call you anything but Leia. Yeah. I mean that'd be pretty dope.
3: Also, bitch, Carrie Fisher. Like she really just I is know. Princess Leia. She's Was. awesome. R.I.P. Oh,
2: R.I.P. That made me so sad.
3: Um Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to deal with. Also, this is my this is my whole thing. I don't mean to offend anyone. I genuinely have no problem. I just feel bad because I feel like we definitely have a listener out there that is a wolf that is going to get real pissed if they heard something that we said go bad.
2: Are you sure that that's not a furry or just a generic otherkin as opposed to, or is would it have to be a specific wolf? Where they're like, I identify with this one wolf from Twilight.
3: <laughs> well, that would be fiction kin. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that makes see, sense. that's that's basically what it is. Is other kin are people that identify as um, different species right. than uh, than a human. This is this is what I mean. I'm not I'm not trying to make fun of it at all. But there was one thing that happened last night that was probably the sweetest bit of irony that I have ever seen in my entire fucking life. So I found a website that hosts a bunch of information about Otherkin, people who identify as a different species other than human. And to get onto the website, they had a security blocker that meant that you had to (laughs) click a button... That's confirmed. Yes. I'm human.
2: You're a captcha. Yeah.
3: You had to press the button specifically said yes, comma, I'm human.
2: Now, additionally, captcha codes stand for uh it's a Turing test essentially. Yeah. It's it's an anagram that I or an acronym that I do not remember, but the T in captcha is tur- for Turing tests. Which is the test to determine how human you are yeah. in relationship to a robot? So, so it's it's
3: that stuff like that is really funny to me. Um, fiction kin are a subset of that. That is a small uh, percentage. And I'm not saying that people who identify as fiction kin are all mentally unstable. I'm saying that people in this story we will see specifically have experienced trauma. And also there's a big part of that community that identifies as, um, I think it was called coping kin or sea kin, something like that. but there's like a bunch of people it's on tumblr a lot if you go to tumblr i don't i'm an adult yeah honestly <laughs> if you
0: think about a lot of our fa- like batman would almost qualify as an other kin right
3: jesus no he, no
0: he, he doesn't he, he is an alter ego he takes on the guise of a bat i swear he to god he no, it's a bat. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. But, Different like, I mean, animal. it's the same idea of, like, taking on the persona of someone else, although these people differ in the fact that they believe they are these people.
3: Yeah. Well, we'll kind of go into it a little bit more. So, um, Hojo decides to attend college at Penn State. Uh, so I will say at least this isn't the worst thing that ever happened at Penn State oh. Um, oh Genova moved in with her to a small apartment outside of the campus Genova started attracting followers to her new quote unquote religion claiming she had many souls of characters from Final Fantasy 7 trapped inside of her head
2: that she could give out or that, that, that she, she could was just out. hanging on so she could just bestow a soul
3: upon you according to her yeah okay uh, followers were recruited on Penn State's campus itself, as well as through the Final Fantasy 7 forums and the couple's own fan site, which, again, Hojo.org. Um.
0: So, Jenova and Hojo were already in a relationship at this time? Yes. And they at were, this point, they're married. And they're both attending university? No. Just Hojo? Yes. Got it.
3: Hojo is attending university. Jenova, who, for all intents and purposes, is the leader of this group, is just kind of... Hanging Hanging out out. with her. Okay. Jenova encouraged her followers to visit the apartment that they lived at. When followers did make the trip out, they were coerced into spending thousands of dollars on quote-unquote magical items, which I found... Uh, I've tried a lot of looking into like what kind of what, magic they're what performing. What items?
2: What were the items? So this
3: is you're gonna be real upset. It's <laughs> oh, literally just it. like she would find something she wanted and she went, "It's magic magical." Oh no! See,
2: that's exactly what I was expecting because yeah. it sounded completely corn cobs, and now I'm ex- I'm very yeah, excited. Yeah, something cause that cause that's like what some of,
3: some of it is it would be like. This is a toy that is actually an exact replica of the original concept design for Genova. It's magical. And then other times you'd be like, this is a foot-long sandwich from Subway. (laughs) It's magical. This
2: is a toilet paper roll that I found in the trash before you got here because you came on short notice. But it's magical. magical.
3: So yeah, it's just basically anything she deems magic. Genova uh, and Hojo convinced some followers to live inside the apartment with them. Okay. And these followers were subjected to like past life regression, brainwashing, sleep deprivation, and oh, even geez. isolation from the outside world. Yeah. This group was bad. They were bad. That's an overarching story of what happened, but. To give you like a real look into what this was like, this is the reason that people know about this. A guy on LiveJournal basically detailed the entire um, experience that he had with this group and then other people came out and were like, yeah, me too.
2: Oh no. Yeah, because it's
3: large groups of people and this was like something that the community was aware of. So this is the story of Zach the Webmaster. This is told, by the way, um, from his live journal account. Uh, this is this is something that was interesting that I didn't find out until I read a couple other things. Um, Zach, whose name we never actually get. That's just how they're referred to. They're is referred that his to, character's name? That is his character's okay. name, yes. Zach is referred to only as Zach and never by their real name. And um, they are trans male. Okay. So they were born a woman, but they identify as a man. And that is something that I didn't realize while I was reading this. Um, They also identify as asexual. So that that is something to keep in mind as well as as background. Uh, This entire story is told from excerpts from their live journal, but it has been hella paraphrased and hella shortened for length, time, and also... Sanity? yeah just to kind of get it to the point also i changed all of the names to one name because sometimes you'd refer to somebody as this and then you'd refer to them as this so i just kind of put it all together so that we could all stay on the same page back in the day i run up. Upon- i'm not gonna no, do that that, don't would really terrible terrible no. <laughs> that would be terrible for so the whole time that would be so offensive bad. Back in the day, I ran a popular fan site dedicated to Zack from Final Fantasy VII. It was really the only website that was dedicated to that character because they were so minor, so it got a lot of attention. One day, I got an IM on AIM, which is, you're going to hear a lot of stuff that's going to take you way back, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say,
2: are you even old enough to use that? Yeah, do you remember that?
3: Hey, uh, ASL, what's up, guys? Yay! Age, sex, location. I always put 11, yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) Yikes.
3: I got an AM from a person that identified themselves to me as Hojo, and they started calling me Zach. I was pretty okay with being called Zach because they're my favorite character from Final Fantasy 7. One day, I posted some fan art of the character Genova, where I added a little mini-story to be creative. Hojo IM'd me and tells me it was really well-written. That was really realistic, Hojo said. Is that a memory? Understandably, I'm like, What?
2: <laughs> is that
3: one of your memories The fuck yeah i told them no and she got real disappointed and then i got an im a few days later that said my wife would like to talk to you hojo's wife insisted that i call her Genova. she talks to me about magic but i figured she was role playing she asked me if i had any memories from past lives i believe in past lives so i tell her no but i like the concept she begins a flurry of explaining things, alternate universes where video games actually happen. She tells me that she thinks in a past life, I was Zach. So that's another thing that is important is um, one of the supporting arguments for this is the multiverse theory. And okay. that there are multiple alternative universes where everything is possible. So there's a multiple, there's a universe out there where video games do actually exist. And that's the real world. And you are that person's soul on a different plane.
0: Oh. Basically
3: our own plane.
0: Okay. This might be an aside, but when I was a kid, I went to summer camp with a girl who convinced me she was a centaur in another dimension. Parallel? And I was in fourth grade and I was like, I don't know. Maybe Santa Claus is real. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, fourth grade, I'll accept it.
3: Yeah, I mean, on a similar uh, story, when I was in the fourth grade, I went to summer camp, and uh, I did this real wacky thing where I just identified as a white guy. Um, Worked out real well for me. Really? Hmm. No, nobody believed me. Yeah, Um, I didn't
0: think so.
3: I was also like, I'm in the fourth grade! And they were like, you're seven feet tall. Please (laughs) (laughs) Sir, you have to go home. He
0: has a full beard.
3: Think about it, Jenova said. You're both country grown. You both have that instinct of dragging off friends who could be left behind. You take a bullet for someone, right? You say you don't believe in magic or any of that. And he wanted to be a mercenary. You have a similar speech pattern. You even live in a basement like he was locked in one and you hate it.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. Yikes.
3: So they explain, Zach explains, freshman idiocy and vodka made me think this made sense. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, maybe I'm not him now, but in a past life, maybe. Jenova told me I was their Zach. When she said they, she had a large group of people who had similarly realized they had all been uh, Final Fantasy VII characters in a past life. Wow. Yeah. So you kind of learn that this is like how they get people in there. They compliment your fan site, your dedication to the game, make you feel really good, like you're part of this big community, and then they try and like coax you to come out and visit them. Uh, so this is the story of him visiting the house. It cost me $300 to go by bus to their apartment near Penn State. When I arrived, Hojo was dressed in a lab coat, which I just imagine, <laughs> a, slightly, <laughs> just imagine a slightly larger smelly woman in a pristine lab coat.
2: It's kind of like earlier today when on my way here I saw a guy in full S&M police costume. With what? Steampunk goggles, just like lackadaisically swinging nunchucks oh
3: my god (laughs) and i was like that's
0: that's fucking commitment man
3: dog i fucking love california
0: (laughs) yeah but like imagine you go to visit a stranger and they're just like nah this is just how are you a doctor no (laughs) what are you doing i'm a mad scientist yeah get with it
3: yeah when we got back to the apartment jenova ran up to hojo screaming in her face i have no idea what it was over About three seconds later, she whirled around. Suddenly, the nicest person ever, whatever she was mad about, was out of the window. So you see it here is that it's just very like, bam, like, I'm mad. Oh, look, new person. I'm very happy. I'm the nicest person. Please love It's very
2: manipulative.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. You'll see it just how manipulative this fucking piece of shit is. Um, the apartment was cluttered with paper and trash everywhere. The floor was covered in glitter, which, by the way, sounds exactly like my apartment right now.
2: Because- <laughs> but wait, okay. Intentionally, or they were just using that much glitter?
3: Um, one of the things that I found out is Genova refuses to bathe. Oh, Oh. and she covers herself in smelling oils. Okay. And glitter. Oh no. So just imagine the smelliest person.
0: I've just started wearing natural deodorant, and it does not work. And I bathe daily, so I cannot imagine. She also
3: covers herself in glitter. Yeah. Why? And what is this? Rain. Is this a copy of Final Fantasy VII? (laughs)
0: You know what the glitters, it's just for the crap. It's, you know, it's none of your business. That makes a
3: lot of sense. It does make your gift of a lab coat make much more (laughs) sense. Uh, Genova wasn't role playing. She actually believed she had people living in her head. And when she wants to take on a personality that best fits a situation for her personal gain, she acts one out. She does stuff like she puts on a higher voice and she gets one of the speech patterns like this and she sounds like a child and that's how she makes you feel bad for her. Creepy. But I will say too is like
0: say you get to someone's house and then they're like, Oh hey, I have people living in my head, and you're a this is the first time you meet these people. Wouldn't you leave?
3: Yeah. They did communicate over they did communicate over aim. So it, wasn't their fir- it was like their first time meeting in person, but they were already aware of this stuff.
0: But how many bad feelings do you have to... Qua- like, oh, this doesn't feel good. This doesn't feel right. Like- well, I feel like if you're in kind of a...
2: Like, if life isn't going the way you want, and you feel like this may be an opportunity for life to go better, you might ignore a lot of stuff. That's yeah. true. This is the That's same. True.
3: Just because this is over the internet and about a video game doesn't give it... It's the same people that normally fall for cults. You know, it's the same stuff. This yeah, could true. be anyone. Yeah, it could be anyone. This is the same type of person with different interests. That's all it is. Yeah. During one of my visits, I got into a fight with my mother. Jenova and Hojo suggested I stay longer and that I needed to get away from my home. They said I should abandon my family. Uh, during my visits, I was always introduced to other people who followed Genova. On one visit, I met Aerith. Jenova's magical apprentice, who was named after a character that was Zach's first love. Jenova insisted that we needed to sleep together, saying she'd put aphrodisiacs in our food. When I declined, Jenova was disappointed and assumed the personality of Aerith's imaginary boyfriend by lowering her voice and commanding her things to do. So, a couple reasons why I mentioned that stuff earlier zach our main um protagonist also known as a webmaster is asexual and was open about this they don't find like the sexual acts are not something that they're interested in at all and this person is like oh you have to fuck Aerith. you're basically like made for each other and when she or when they refused um they basically got super disappointed Geneva got disappointed and was like well then i'll be your boyfriend and then started going like I can only assume just a lady, a very smelly lady covered in glitter going like, hey, baby. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me so hard. <laughs> I'd fuck me so hard. Put the lotion hard. in the basket.
0: The put glitter the, lotion? Put the,
3: put the glitter in the basket or else <laughs> it gets the smelling oh. <laughs> It's just fucking terrible. Also, um, so Jenova and Aerith, and I couldn't see if this was something that uh, Genova's wife knew about, but they were like... Kind of fucking while um, Zach was there in the room, which made him super uncomfortable. Oh, no. But also, Jenova has a wife. So I think she literally got out of it by saying, like, that wasn't me. That was her boyfriend. He just lives inside of my head.
2: So Jenova and Aerith are...
3: That's Master and Apprentice. That's their, like...
2: they're fucking.
3: Yeah, they're fucking. They're fucking. And also, Jenova's wife, Hojo, they're fucking obviously um i mean
0: consenting adults or whatever but oh here is imagine all the glitter on your body it's so itchy oh that'd be
2: so rough you'd get like glitter burn
0: oh yeah oh no
3: it'd literally be like um visiting a strip club but smellier that's what it is oh god and less satisfying um this is probably the funnest part of this entire story jenova showed me magic battles where she would swing a stick around while playing music she would also feign injury when hojo cast spells at her by making goofy hand movements
2: oh no so
3: they're basically he explains like larping they're just like waving sticks around and going and then eventually hojo would be like and then she would be like oh it hurts me, Oh, no. And they're just playing around, and it's funny. And then... um,
0: I mean, this is all fun and good. You know, yeah. like, if, if you're in high school and you're having a good time with your LARP buddies... Oh, like they're, have,
3: in, they're in college. If you're
0: in college and you're having a good time with your LARP buddies, like, that's fine. But leave the sex called out of it, you know? Yeah.
3: Jenova forced me to participate, and I humored them because it wasn't hurting anyone. Plus, it was funny that I could do some sort of limp wrist movement, and Jenova would throw herself onto the floor and yell stuff like, See, Zach, You can use magic! Oh, no! Yeah. That's it's so upsetting. they just <laughs> nailing space work, and it's like magic. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, they should have just gone to groundlings. It probably would have. Been <laughs> <gone>. <laughs> uh, when Genova was stressed, she would go faint in public, forcing us to hurry to help her. She also cooked steak, even though my body couldn't process red meat, and it made me very ill. Zach was uh, raised as a vegetarian. Oh
2: no. Oh. She guilted
3: me into giving her my money for food and toys during my visits. At one point, Genova and Hojo—oh man, I forgot about this. At one point, Genova and Hojo locked me inside of a soundproof glass chamber <gasps> in the basement of a school building. Their goal was to make me remember being Zach in a past life.
0: Oh, oh my
1: fuck. god! Yeah.
3: During one visit, I brought my girlfriend jenova assigned her the character of vincent valentine and wanted her to try a past life regression we were made to lie on the floor while listening to the nightmare is just the beginning and that as a small aside they say wow what an appropriate title for a song um the song that plays when you unlock vincent's character it was played on a loop when my girlfriend joked around jenova became upset that we weren't being serious uh I don't. I didn't write it down, but I now I feel like I want to share one of the things that they said jokingly because the nothing was working because obviously it's made up, right? But it wasn't working, and Jenova was like, "What's going on?" And Zach was like, "Maybe she's allergic to magic."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then
3: Jenova was like, "That's it. She must be allergic to magic." Oh, oh my! And so they detail like this thing where it's like. This uh, Vince and, and uh Zach Zach and her uh, Zach and their girlfriend are basically like yeah yeah maybe she takes like a magical Benadryl or something and it took like all this stuff until Jenova was like oh you're fucking with me stop fucking with me thank you also during that stage Jenova was able to take a hundred dollars from my girlfriend's ATM card without us noticing. Whoa. Whoa. Jenova uh, would lie to people about who she was in order to get things. She once put on a lab coat and called medical supply companies trying to get medical syringes, which I enjoy the coat, you know? I enjoy that you're on a phone call. Do you need call. it for the phone yeah, call? I was going to yeah.
1: say, on a phone
2: call. And she's so wearing like, Dress for the job you want, I guess.
3: Dress for the phone call you're making, not
1: the <laughs> one. Not, not
2: the one, yeah. Uh,
3: this is also an excerpt. Uh, this is word for word what he said, by the way. And I just wanted you to, to see, like, something that's terrifying good thing she didn't get those medical syringes because she would already make us drink mako uh green gatorade and dyed our food green she would probably have injected us with green water if she had those syringes why oh,
0: fuck. why is she dying the stuff green
3: because in the video game they used blood from Genova and dna from Genova to genetically alter soldiers um so that they would have like superpowers oh, and in the bitch. game that stuff looked like green goop
0: Whoa! She's just okay. gonna inject glitter into them. Yeah, pretty much. Oh my god!
3: Um, Hojo suggested that I move in with them over the summer, and I agreed. I got a small job. I got a job at a small supermarket to pay for a third of the rent and some food. Genova and Hojo, playing into their roles as a queen and a frail scientist, decided that Zach was the manly man who needed to provide for them. So Genova quit her job and refused to look for a new one. What? And I became the one who took care of the house.
0: What? This poor kid. Yeah. yeah. This is, oh by the way, a
3: 19-year-old uh, kid. Oh, God. A 19-year-old kid from Brooklyn who came all the way out here just to, you know, because they found friends on the internet. Right. Um, they also, I took some of it out, but it is kind of pertinent information probably. They were dealing with alcoholism. Like, freshmen in college, uh, depressed, don't know what you're going through alcoholism. Zach was? Or? Zach was, Okay. Yes.
0: Oh, jeez.
2: <clears throat>
3: um during this time i could hardly go online because jenova was always on the computer and when i did she would watch me as i typed so i could never ask for help or reach out jenova refused to let me have a social life outside of the house i wasn't allowed to make calls home on my own when i talked to people online she would write down their usernames and talk to them later which was small aside A way that she was able to recruit more members. Oh, man. Because they have, like, you know, things in common. And he's not saying anything bad because she's right right over his shoulder. Jenova would keep track of my activities. I had to tell her where I was going. I didn't have a house key, so I had to make sure they were home or I'd be locked out. Also, details in his uh, live journal a couple times that he was locked out. Just, like now he has to sleep outside. And
0: how much, are they all the same age or are they, are Genova and Hojo older than Zack?
3: I assume they're a little bit older. Okay. Um, They look a little bit older, but they might be roughly the same age. They might be like mid-twenties, but Zack is like 19. 20.
0: It's hard to tell from these illustrations. Yeah, these so. <laughs> illustrations of
3: characters from a video game. Um, There was fighting. Not magical fighting, but real fighting. Screaming, slapping, punching, the sound of someone whimpering, more beating, and then Noisy sex. Uh, Genova would do things like wake me up at 3 a.m. to see the fairy rings or to fight some magical disturbance, which meant I didn't get enough sleep before work. My job began cutting my hours, so my paycheck, the only source of income into the apartment, dwindled. This is basically uh, textbook uh, sleep deprivation, which yeah. you did in yeah. almost every big cult. Um, even with no money, Genova demanded that I buy steak and Gatorade for every meal. Sometimes I'd have to resort Wait, to stealing day-old bread and sushi.
2: They ate steak and Gatorade for every meal? Yep. How that did bathroom. they
0: not drop dead? <laughs> that bathroom must have smelled horrible. Oh, the whole oh my house <laughs> smelled
3: absolutely disgusting. Also, by the way, um... I feel like you guys are neglecting the health properties that glitter possesses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just imagining cockroaches covered in glitter eating steak remnants. Oh no!
3: That sounds like the most beautiful dumpster fire of a place. Uh, <laughs> my bank account was drained and I was drained. They did have me brainwashed. I was terrified and miserable, but I was brainwashed. A good a- example of this is Aerith, the one that we went over, Jenova's mm-hmm. magical apprentice, decided to leave. And Jenova ranted about this betrayal. Jenova had once forced Aerith to sit in an ice bath with green <gasps> dye in it. Oh, it's God. surprising that the poor girl didn't get hypothermia. Aerith decided to leave the house, and in response, Jenova faked a suicide attempt.
0: Oh, my God. There's
3: more details in this, but basically what uh, what it says is Jenova um, was screaming bloody murder in the middle of the night. And one of the members came over to place uh, towels on her wrists. Mm. And when they revealed it... It looked like she had uh, maybe, like, scratched her wrist with a safety pin um, horizontally to make give it the appearance of... That she'd cut it? Yeah. Genova um, bu- 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 turned all of us against Aerith. Hojo called Aerith and screamed at her. I told her off, too. I wrote her nasty emails. I didn't want to, but it was what I was supposed to do. Jenova convinced the others that the apartment, which smelled of rotting food and B.O., was Uh. ruined by a previous owner, and definitely not her. Uh, They decided to move into a studio apartment. Oh, God. All three of them? Oh, there's more than three sometimes.
0: Oh, no.
3: Receiving only one hour a week at work, being caught and in trouble for stealing day olds, and feeling like I can't turn to anyone else for help... Uh, things have gotten really bad they also they have like a small weird tangent not weird but really sad tangent where they talk about the only uh conversation that this person could have that wasn't monitored was um a conversation with an ai that was programmed onto their computer called mega hal um kind of a parody of hal from 2001 a space odyssey that learns from conversations and like becomes a good friend And they said that if you talk to it now, it says things like, I hate my life. I need to get out of here. Because that's what it learned from talking to Zach. Is,
0: I have a quick question. So, like, Zach's going to work every day.
3: No. At this point, he's going, like, one One hour a week. One hour a week. Yeah.
0: And then Hojo and Renee still, or sorry, Hojo and Genova still don't have jobs. Mm -mm. Okay, So
3: they get a lot of income from people who send them money mm-hmm. um, okay. as their followers or people who come and stay and they help pay for stuff.
0: Oh man, is does Zach just like not have any family?
3: They do have family, but they can't have any communication with the outside world. Oh and my also, God. Um, I'm, I cut some, a bunch of it out. They talk about the feeling that if they go to their mom, nothing good will happen. Their mom will just, whether this is true or not, I don't know. But they definitely, it's clear from the writing that they feel like if they go to the mom for help, they're just going to get yelled at. So they feel like that's not an option.
0: And that's something that happens, like, as kids. I'm sure you guys had it, too, where, like, you're a kid and you're starting to be an adult and you might not have a relationship with your parents where you feel like you can be honest with them about fucking up because they still see you as a kid. They
3: say in this story that their mom's relationship to them is the mom is the only person who can make them cry. Yeah. So it seems like it's a real rough, rocky relationship. And that, that might have something to do with the fact that the mom... When when they moved out there, they said that their mom gave them a deadline where it was like you have to have this is also welcome to the speculation zone. Yeah. Um, the saddest version of it. But the mom says that they have to get a job by a certain date or else they have to crawl back home. So it seems like their mom is, is used already to already condescending
0: their choice.
3: Well, already condescending, but a real clear cut, like this is what you have to do. Yeah. So having a child that identifies as transgendered and asexual in like late 90s, early 2000s, probably that's part of what's banking on making it feel not good. They also... Yeah. There's this weird thing where they talk about this experience that Genova had with Aerith, because Jenova shares a story about how her mother never approved of her for being lesbian, um, and so now she's straight? Jenova's straight, what? but she has a wife, and she also sleeps with Aerith. And so the way that she explains this is she goes, no, I'm not... I'm I'm straight. But when I sleep with Hojo, that's... Hojo's a man in her mind because Hojo, the character, is a man. And when I sleep with Aerith, I'm not being Genova. I'm being a man. That's the character that takes over my body. So she's saying that she's not gay because when she has sex with the same gender, the... Characters define She's using the another soul, yes. Jeez. um, it's a
0: hell of a coping mechanism, yeah, it's dissociative, yeah. Oh, for sure, yeah. For it sure, it also
3: means that nothing is ever truly your fault if you yeah. can blame everything on somebody else, even your own shortcomings or a other soul, yeah. yeah. Um, after a particularly rough and rainy day at work, I made the long trek home and I left my wet shoes outside to dry, and they were stolen. And this is when I snapped. And they, they're they very clear on that. This is like the smallest, most unnamed bullshit to really snap over. But that's really all it takes. It takes one yeah. day where you're like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm out.
0: Well, he, at this point, Zach has nothing left to lose. He he doesn't have anything.
3: No, doesn't have anything. Uh, I threw a change of clothes, a pocket knife, and all the money I had, about $5, into my bag, along with my sketchbook and a pencil, and left the house completely shoeless. The burning pavement burned my feet. I had to quit my job and was too poor to actually leave the city so I was homeless for a few days. I felt fantastic. I felt great. Better than I felt the two months I spent in that house. I could walk where I wanted, sit where I wanted. I wasn't sick from the food. There was no fighting. I could finally sleep. I contacted a former follower of Genova's who came with me to get my stuff back from the house. He and his fiance fed me and helped me contact my father. My father came and took me home. Once I was gone, Genova tried calling me, but I blocked her number. I'm some sort of villain to them now, but I don't care. I'm finished with them and I will be forever. Good for wow. him. Zach was able to form a website that gathers stories from different followers, different people that have left and different um other appearances of Genova and Hojo that have popped up ar- along the internet. This is um what this is what how I know the name of Genova, which isn't Genova, it's Jennifer Cornette.
1: Right.
2: That's her
3: real name. This is a letter that was written um, by Aerith. Okay. The a former magical apprentice. Genova, when I became your apprentice, you told me to shut up and not to argue with you. Apparently a sorceress is supposed to be a creature who blindly accepts the opinions of the authorities, even when she firmly believes that they are wrong. From this, I learned to say that when Jen says something I disagree with, I need to nod and make agreeing sounds anyway. Otherwise, we have to fight every two minutes. And quite frankly, saying what I thought wasn't worth the hassle. This, be it right or wrong, is what I think. You do not look like any Final Fantasy characters. You look like Jennifer Cornette. End of story.
0: <laughs> you tell them,
3: I, for that matter, look nothing like Yuna. Yuna looks Asian. Many- <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has everything they want. Not you, not Renee, not Zach, not Tickles, which is a weird name. Not okay. Karina, not Brittany Spears. <laughs> which
2: this was 1997
3: yeah so Britney's hot and not somebody that identifies as Britney Spears um which now nobody wants to do not your parents not Waka Waka not W (laughs) not even me I think W is George W. Bush I I think you're right I think it is this is called life it's a bitch
0: (laughs) I love I mean like it It is a cult, but it's also teenagers arguing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know what I mean? This is
3: the nerdy flip side of the Bloods and the Crips. Right, right, right. (laughs) Oh,
0: can you imagine if... The bloods in the crypts just use glitter?
3: You have a sexual relationship with a girl. The term lesbian applies to your relationship. It is unreasonable of you to get upset if someone calls you one. You are one. You are the only one acting like there's something wrong with it. Lesbian lesbian isn't even a criticism. It's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Oh, my God. This is great. Um, Yeah. So it's just a list of things that she always wanted to say and uh, was able to say. Oh, man. But here's the thing. That's all from um, Arif, whose real name is Catherine Silverberg. Catherine Silverberg uh, also identifies as Catherine Rain. Catherine Rain was identified as a woman who was talked about in a series of posts on a live journal thread called um, Housemate Whores under the saga of sarah okay see this thing popped up a couple years later um this guy detailed his experiences living with a woman who uh believed that she was the non-fictional counterpart okay to a fictional counterpart in a video game. Oh, no. Oh, Suikoden. Suikoden is a different Japanese um, RPG game, okay. which I did not look into because it sounds super boring. <laughs> That's the thing. Um, this person lied and said that they were a. They had work in technology in the area that they were living in, in California. I believe, Northern California? It might have been either Northern California or Full- uh, Fullerton is where they were saying. Okay. Um, which are completely two different places. Yeah, was,
2: those are five and a half hours apart. Yeah,
3: but um, the rundown of it is that somebody was living there and said that they had a job and then said that they got laid off. And then a lot of weird stuff started happening... Um, and they started having a lot of weird guests over that would dress in a really weird way. And they would do this thing in the living room where they would turn on a video game console and let the music play and then hold these weird rituals. Uh, and so once they finally questioned this lady about what was going on, she revealed that the way that she paid her rent was that she was the leader of a new religion that was able to soul bond characters from Suikoden Two people in real life. And those people paid her exorbitant amounts of money to come visit her and to um, basically have past life regressions and learn from her. And this is Aerith.
0: So she learned from Genova.
3: She was a better apprentice than any of us could have ever possibly imagined. Oh, my God. Twist. She fucking pulled this shit in California. And if you think that shit's done... A lot of people are wondering, well, where did Hojo and Genova end up? Jennifer Cornette um, <clears throat> popped up again, sort of recently, 2015, as part of um, the Hannibal fandom, which is the fandom for the show Hannibal. Oh, yeah. the Yikes. one that's on. Uh, it was it was canceled. on NBC. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was on NBC. Um, it was it was the show Hannibal, and it had this really weird, almost like violent fandom where it was like we'll defend the show creator until anything. And that show was kind of dumb. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. I love the first season, but everything after that was dumb. Fucking come at me, Jennifer. Eat my butt. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, so she did this shit again, and she. Uh, the thing is, is she was able to because it's an American show. She was able to with like Twitter and stuff get more get like actual uh, retweets and communication with people from the show. Oh shit! And it made her look more official. And she, until recently, did not deny the fact that she wasn't connected to NBC. Like, she people would come to her and be like, "Hey, are you?" And that's the only time she would say no, and she'd do it privately. And so she would like, um, she had a lot of stuff where they would put in money for her to do some sort of project thing. And then she would take the money and not release it. Or they would be like, hey, here's all of the gifts for the gift exchange for the Fannibal, uh fandom. And then she would keep all the gifts for herself. And this stuff would go on and on. And she would, anyone who threatened her, they would like send blackmail until eventually it got too much. And now everything they have is on private and you can't find them anymore. That's what happened. This person jumps from fandom to fandom to fandom to fandom because they learned exactly how to go after people that are in love with something.
0: Wow. Yeah, and they're they're really masters at uh, pe- like people that kind of people that I want I want to say like belong to fandom. Like they're already looking for to belong to something. Oh yeah. yeah. So it it kind of makes it easier to sort of convince them or like pull them away from other family structures or other things that oh for sure
3: yeah this this whole story is one where it was like i started researching and i was like fucking fucking nerds dude you fucking nerds and then halfway through i was like oh my god you poor fucking nerds yeah
0: yeah you
3: Nerds.
0: i mean i hung
3: out with these people. i went yeah. to anime cons like there's i've a, been here <laughs> there's a good chance you might have met these people irl it's possible yeah some of them come from california and eventually they move to california and so yeah so just be fucking wary of anyone who says that um Anything. Just never trust anyone. (laughs) And this is going to reinforce what I said at the beginning. Never go to anyone else's home. Just stay home. (laughs) Just never go anywhere. Do anything. I mean, I think that's a
2: little extreme, but okay. No,
3: that's good. That means I don't have to go on dates anymore. Just never do anything or go anywhere. Okay. Wow. All right. Well,
2: this has been frustrating and confusing
3: yeah 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 uh all of this has been terrible but i mean hey if you want to watch me do a let's play for final fantasy VII, (laughs) then you can um follow us on twitch yeah you can follow me on instagram and twitter at mondo does stuff which is m-a-n-d-o does stuff all one word
2: And you can follow me on Twitter at Paige Wesley or on Instagram at Rampage Wesley. And when this comes out, I think it'll probably still be time. I've got a show on the 24th um, at Barney's in Pasadena, if you want to.
0: Sweet. Uh, If you want to hear about where I keep my glitter-covered cockroaches, you can (laughs) follow me at Sundress Comic or listen to my podcast. Andre loves everybody. Everybody? Everybody. 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 Yay.
3: If you want to get in contact with us or follow us on social media, like uh, on Twitter, you can follow us at Cult Podcast Show uh, or on Instagram at Cult Podcast. You can also shoot us an email with comments, suggestions, questions, cult news, whatever you want. What's the deal with that? Uh, you can send that terrible Jerry Seinfeld impersonation to show at gmail.com.
2: And if you want to send us steak and Gatorade, you can send it to 3756 West Avenue 40, Sweet K, number 237 Like, like the Shining signing. Los Angeles, California 90065. Please send
3: green dye with any food you produce <laughs> <in.
2: laughs> <laughs> Oh, no real green eggs and ham yeah. shit. Ooh. Just send us green shit.
3: <laughs> oh, green eggs and ham. <laughs> Duh. Okay. I'm an idiot. Um, yeah. Jesus Christ. Sorry if this one, uh, it's so sad because I heard video games and nerds and I was like, oh, this is going to be a fun one. I hate always having to be the sad one. That's like, hey guys, you guys know that sometimes white people hate everyone else. I hate being (laughs) that guy. I'm going to make it fun. I'm going to make it fun for everyone. I got Manson snacks and I got fun. And then it was really sad. Yeah, don't,
2: don't drink the green Gatorade. Oh,
3: God. Unless it's like cucumber one. That one's pretty
2: good. There's a bummer. cucumber Gatorade? Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. very good. Oh. It's mm. like cucumber melon, right? Yeah. Oh. It's really good.
3: Mm. Gatorade, sponsor us!
2: And don't drink the Kool-Aid. Bang.
3: Bang. Bang. Nerds. <laughs> <laughs>